In today's show, we look ahead to week 12 in the NBA, how the schedule lines up, what you can do with streaming, what you do for weekly leagues. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore bball, on TikTok at redrock underscore bball, and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Locked On. That's pricepicks.com. The promo code is Locked On. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. It's week 12 in the NBA. Happy New Year to everybody. It's 2023 here. As I sit and record this, it's exactly the same shit as last last year. Not last season, last year. And here we are. Hope you guys had a good and safe, more importantly, uh, New Year's Eve celebration. If indeed you do go by that that particular calendar. I know there's some of you that don't, but it doesn't matter. We're in 2023, so let's talk about week 12 in the NBA. Warning. Let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. The the transition didn't work. Oh, no. We're all screwed up 2023. It's a bad start to the year. It's a bad omen. All right. Let's talk about the schedule, though. 11 games on a Monday. Hard to stream. Three on a Tuesday. 12 on a Wednesday. Four on a Thursday. 11 on Friday. And then five Saturday, nine Sunday. Okay. So we've got three days which we're not that interested in streaming-wise. That's 11 Monday, 12 Wednesday, 11 Friday. It's a pretty packed week. There's a lot of games this week. It's a very low-volume Tuesday, sort of low-volume Thursday, and then a strong weekend, really good weekend in terms of streaming value there. And it is a week where we do have opportunities to get a lot of games in. So if you're in a weekly games cap format, um, be aware that you might hit the over early. And it's not a situation like last week where we've only got three games on Sunday where you can afford to do that. You're in a situation here where we've got nine on the Sunday, so you might have to make sure you stay under so you can go over on the um, go over on the Sunday. So just be aware of that if you are in the locked on fantasy basketball bowl. So you're probably crashing out three games there or three days there from streaming that we're not going to be all that interested in. In terms of how it plays out, we haven't had a schedule like this for a while. We've got 21 teams that play four games. That is over two-thirds of the NBA that play four games this week. Those teams are Portland, Utah, Philadelphia, Brooklyn, the Clippers, the Lakers, Mavericks, Hornets, Wolves, Pistons, Hawks, Pacers, Spurs, Cavs, Raptors, Rockets, Pelicans, Heat, Thunder, Suns, and Bulls. We've got eight teams only that play three games. Magic, Celtics, Warriors, Grizzlies, Knicks, Bucks, Kings, and Nuggets. And the lowly Wizards play two games. And by lowly, I mean they played two games. It's low amount of games. So they only play the two games this week. And a two-game week when 21 teams play four games is massive. It's huge. It is a massive, massive impact. If you had 20 teams playing three games, while two games would still be not ideal, it's not as bad. But when so many teams and so many players have got four games this week, and not many, not that many back-to-backs either... Um, 
So you're not going to have a lot of these guys sitting back-to-backs or anything. There's not that many this week. The Wizards playing two is a real blow if you have Wizards players on your team. It is a real blow. Because just in comparison to how the rest of the league shapes up. In terms of streaming for the week, we stream Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. And we've got some real striation in the value of teams. Like, for example, there are multitudes of teams that play four games this week that have one quality game. So on the surface, it's great. Got a Blazers guy. Maybe I stream Drew Eubanks for blocks, right? They play one quality game on Sunday. So a fringe Blazer player, not that there's many of them, is not useful. The Sixers play one quality game out of four. The Nets, the Lakers, the Hornets, the Wolves, the Pistons, the Hawks, the Pacers, the Spurs, the Cavs, the Raptors, the Pelicans, the Heat, the Suns, the Bulls. That's a bloody lot. All of these teams play four games and three of them are on the high volume days. So a Celtics team who plays three games only, but plays them on Tuesday, plays the, well, sorry, play them on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Well, it's a lot more value. Grant Williams off the waiver wire there, Malcolm Brogdon, Derek White, having those guys get three games out of them is better than having, let's say, Jalen McDaniels in Charlotte who plays one quality game. Or let's even say a Kyle Anderson, maybe, in Minnesota, where there's one quality game. I don't know if he's even going to play them. Or even the Pistons, if you do have Alec Burks, because with the uncertainty of the minutes and Killian Hayes' return, one quality game only, which is on Sunday. So many teams have that schedule, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, which is dreadful for streaming for those fringe players. Like They're the real ones where a four-game schedule absolutely misleads you in terms of the value of that player. Yes, if it's James Harden or Joel Embiid for the Sixers, then it's great. They play four games. D'Anthony Melton, probably still, you know, with Maxi's restrictions, still probably fine, but maybe not. Maybe you don't start him Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then you can only start him Sunday. I still think he's a hold. He's probably a bad example to use there. Dennis Schroeder, Lonnie Walker, Patrick Beverly in the Lakers. They played their first quality games on Saturday. You can check all of this out on the Basketball Monster Schedule Analyzer, of course, but it's not great. But on a positive side, Utah plays four games. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. So if you're on the fence about dropping Walker Kessler, don't, because you'll use him four times this week. And even like a Malik Beasley or... Maybe Colin Sexton. This is the week to use Colin Sexton. You'll use him four times this week. You'll use Walker Kessler four times. You'll use Malik Beasley four times. If Jordan Clarkson, the man on the street, is available in your league, you will use him four times. J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. If you're in some league that dropped Mike Conley, you will use him four times. He's been much better of late. Like There is Jared Vanderbilt four times this week, and nobody else has a schedule that good. Dallas is close with three quality games, and Boston has three quality games as well. Now, with Dallas, there's not many guys, but it does boost the value of Tim Hardaway. It maybe improves Dwight Powell or Reggie Block, but they're not all that reliable. It's just, you know, you've got that little bit of boost there for Timmy Hardaway. But schedule is so important. And then you go to the Knicks, who don't play a quality game. So, you know, is Quentin Grimes worth holding through maybe using him zero times. This 
briefcase and this haircut. Right, look, if this was a playoff week, you'd just drop him. But it's not. We're halfway through. So I think he's a hold. But someone like an Emmanuel quickly, where you might get 40 minutes in one game that you use him, but then Barrett returns and you don't use him at all after that. So the Knicks play Monday, then Wednesday, Friday. So say Barrett's back on Wednesday. Well, then you just drop quickly because you're not going to use him the rest of the week. And they and the Knicks don't play on the weekend. So you've got to try and understand the, the, the nuances of the schedule. And really, this week is so important to drum in. It's not just the amount of games for those fringe players that we... We focus a lot on because that's where we're making ads and drops. It's not the amount of games. It's when those games actually take place. Put the wrong screen across. This is the right screen because today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy, but it's not the standard daily fantasy. It's a new one. It's player projections. They just go in, they put up a projection for an individual stat, whether it's points or rebounds or assists. Maybe it's a manual quickly over, under, or more or less than 12 and a half points. And you go, I think maybe without Barry, it'll go more than that. And then you put it in. And then you get the next one, which is Julius Randle, more or less than four and a half assists. You say, all right, we'll probably go over that as well. Maybe Brunson's in or out. We don't know. All right. Between two to six of those individual player projections, put them into a lineup, and you can win up to 25 times your entry fee back. Sick. You go there, it's easy, you do it in under 60 seconds, payouts are fast and safe as well, and you can do it in over 30 US states and in Canada, and it's not just NBA. You can do it for the NFL, you can do it for the NHL, you can do it for college basketball, you can do it for the National Football Championship game, which will be left over in a couple of bowl games. All that's there, plus disc golf, PGA, MMA, boxing, NASCAR, European basketball, cricket, it's all there at pricepicks.com. So go to pricepicks.com or download the PricePix app and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code LOCKDOWN. If you deposit $100, PricePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PricePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code LOCKDOWN at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Let's go back-to-backs. So there's not that many this week. There are some, but there's not that many. We have seen more than this in the past a lot. Heading into Monday, the Sunday-Monday combo, it's the Nuggets. Now, we probably assume that Jamal Murray, off his ACL, is going to sit on the Monday. That makes his week pretty rough. The Nuggets have three games this week. He might sit Monday and Friday. You might get one game out of Jamal Murray. I think Maga Porter's going to play, but be aware. Monday, Tuesday, we don't have a back-to-back. So one back-to-back through the start of the week. Tuesday, Wednesday, which heads into a 12-game Wednesday, we've got... A couple of back-to-backs, Milwaukee, Sacramento, and OKC. you got to really watch there for Giannis to sit one of those games with his knee. And of course, we don't know what the hell is happening with Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, but I imagine if Middleton's back Tuesday, he won't play Wednesday. So the Bucks are going to have that one there. Sacramento is usually pretty okay with back-to-backs. And the Thunder, maybe something happens with Shea, but I don't think that's a problem. The pseudo back-to-back we look at Tuesday-Thursday. So the Jazz and the Celtics have that Tuesday-Thursday combination. That's really, really good. Wednesday-Thursday, there are three teams. It's Orlando, Memphis, and Houston. Memphis with Jaron Jackson sitting, Eric Gordon with uh, Eric Gordon sitting with the Rockets. So be aware that there's an extra opportunity probably on the Thursday, which is a low-volume day, for a KJ Martin or a Santi Aldama stream. Thursday-Friday into a high-volume day is Clippers-Nuggets, so you're going to have a Jamal Murray sit, and you're going to have a Kawhi Leonard sit here. You hope he probably sits on the Friday because you'd love to have him on the low-volume day where it's harder to replace, but we have to watch that one. Friday-Saturday, 
We've got the Lakers with a back-to-back, the Spurs, who knows what they do with Devin Vassell and his knee. Um, you've got the Pelicans, so you've got to watch to see if Ingram returns. Does he sit that back-to-back? And then the Bulls and Zach Levine, although he's likely to play, but we've got to watch them on the Friday, um, Saturday. In terms of the Thursday-Saturday teams, you've got the Utah Jazz that has that combination. Um, Dallas has that combination on Thursday-Saturday. Orlando does. Boston does. So four teams have the Thursday-Saturday pseudo back-to-back. The actual real Sunday or weekend back-to-back, the Jazz, and the Mavericks play it. And the Mavericks, Lucas sat quite a few back-to-backs, so we've got to watch that. There might become an option for a Kemba Walker stream on the Sunday. doesn't mean that he's going to sit, but with four games this week, um, there is a potential, and three games in four nights for the Mavericks to end the week. There is a risk of that. And then heading into week 13, you've got the Grizzlies with the Sunday-Monday back-to-back, which is not great news for Jaron Jackson. In terms of a streaming plan, well, there's only one way to maximize games. is It's the Jazz. Just make sure you get a Jazz, a jazz guy. That's how you maximize. They have the four quality games. They start on Tuesday. That's how you maximize. And then you use your other... So find, find a Jazz player. Vanderbilt, I know Kessel's available. Vanderbilt, Sexton, um, Deeper League's gay. Alexander Walker sort of been phased out a little bit. But Beasley, like there's enough there to look at. That is your best way. Find a Jazz player who's a regular rotation piece. And you can get four games out of them. And then you use your other ads to just spice it up on individual days. Is someone you got hurt and you move them into IR? Well, let me add someone from this game. In terms of the rest of the streaming, what else we can look at? The start of the week, the Rockets, three games early on. So again, if you do have that open roster spot, try a Rockets player. Try Tari Eason. Try KJ Martin. Um, they're probably the major ones here. Ty Ty Washington in deeper leagues. Jason Tate's not going to be around all week. So Rockets with the early good starts of the week. The back end of the week, the Jazz, the Clippers, and the Mavericks, three games in the final four nights of the week. So when we're looking at that, we've already talked about the Jazz, but Clippers and Mavericks, so Batum, Powell, Morris, maybe Wall, although he'll sit one of those. Um, and then the Mavericks, it's like a Hardaway, a Bullock, a Dwight Powell with three games in four nights. There's no team, team during the week that has a three-day break. So no one's got that huge gap where you go, I've got to hold this guy for three days and he doesn't play. Nobody has that large of a hole, giggity, um, throughout the week. Injury returns that we are perhaps waiting for, fingers crossed we're waiting for. Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, maybe they return this week. Maybe. We hope so. Middleton's sick. So, not Middleton, sorry. Um, Drew is sick. I think Middleton might be a little bit sick as well. There's some bullshit going on there. I don't know what it is. Uh, but hopefully they're able to return. Maybe we get Brandon Ingram back this week. Fingers crossed. I think we do, but I don't know. And then we'll definitely get Killian Hayes back from his suspension. He'll have one more game left. And Mo Wagner, the Magic play on Wednesday. So, he'll be back on the Thursday. But I don't think that matters. Remember, Franz Wagner has to sit out Wednesday as well. So you got, you're not dropping Franz, of course, but he is suspended, um, and they they've got the three game, uh, the three day break Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, but not within week. The Magic do so. Yeah, Mo Wagner will return on that Thursday game, and hopefully we get Ingram back. There's not, there's a few other sort of questionable guys around, but no other sort of longer term players who I think are likely to return this week. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bilpa. Are you looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and the calories? Then you gotta. Try a Bilt Bar. Tell me out, Bilt Bars are great. Like they taste awesome. They're protein bars and they're high in protein, but they are low in fat. They're low in sugar. They're low in calories and they taste bloody brilliant. And they chuck out so many different flavors all the time. It's the new year. I know plenty of you have got weight loss goals or fitness goals. 
And protein's a key part of that. Like cutting fat and sugar and getting protein in helps build muscle bulk, but also helps you shed extra weight. And Built Bar does it, but not in a way that feels like, feels like you're eating a shoe. It is a legitimate protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Like what more could you want? You don't need to wait around to get a box either. We've been talking for years about getting Built Bars at Built.com, but now they are at Walmart and at Sam's Club. That's right. You can head to your nearest Walmart today, walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can pick up a four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut puffs. I recommend cookies and cream. And if you're close to a Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13 bar box with our hit flavors, brownie batter and churro. You can thank me later. You don't have to thank me, but you can. So go to Built.com or Walmart and Sam's Club and get yourself some Built Bars. Built Bar is built different. Let's go to weekly leagues. Josh, what do you mean by sits? If you don't know what a sit means, it doesn't apply to you. If you don't know what a weekly sit is, it does not apply to you. Let me get this 100% clear. When I say to sit a player, if you don't know what that means, it does not apply to you. We are 12 weeks in, and if you don't know what it means, it does not apply to your league. Thank you for watching, but it does not apply to you because I will get a question like this every week. And again, I'll have to... That's, that's great. We get new listeners and new watchers and new viewers all the time. But just to be clear, if you don't know what sitting a player means in a weekly league, it does not apply to your league. So who are some players that you can add this week in a weekly league for categories that you can probably start and get top 100, top 120 value? Let's go to Naz Reed in Minnesota. Go Bears dealing with illness. Towns is still out. Anderson's back is all sorts of screwed up. He played yesterday. He's back on the injury report as questionable again. So Reed's got value. Andrew Nembhard's not doing much, but he does have four games. And he is a starter. And that's 120 minutes worth of action. And hopefully that gives you enough to maybe start him. Same with Aaron Neesmith. Four games, a starter. Probably more likely to have a bigger game than Nembhard. And he's in the mix. Pat Williams. Much like those two. If you look at their value on an individual game basis, it's pretty low. It's not that exciting. But your times it by four... And it's enough when you know, eight teams are playing three games. The, the value there, the extra 33% of games can help give them a start over some other players. Jeremy Sohan. He's an interesting player. If I can find my sound drop. Sohan now. Four games for Sohan. I like it. The Bronco. Jalen Williams. Broncos country. Let's ride. Zach Collins. And the Basmati man, Royce O'Neal. All good ads for this week for weekly leagues. Weekly sits. I would sit all my Wizards players apart from big Kristaps Puzingas. Puzingas. I would sit Beal. I'm not sure about his hamstring. I'd sit Kuzma. I'd definitely sit Hachimura and Gafford and Morris and Wright. I'm not playing any of those guys. While I like Gafford, and I think he is a solid medium-term ad, the two-game week doesn't do him any favors. I would sit Dylan Brooks. I would sit Benedict Matherin. I would sit Franz Wagner. Three games and he suspended one. That's a two-game week for Franz. Sit him. I would sit Malcolm Brogdon. I would sit Keegan Murray. I would consider sitting Killian Hayes. He's got three games with suspended one. Uh, Brandon Clark. And I would sit Jamal Murray. Probably plays one game this week. I'd sit him. In a points league, who are guys we going to add? These guys are all available in 40% plus of leagues. Tom Bryant. No-brainer. No, absolute no-brainer. Jeremy Sohan, Tim Hardaway with the four games, Lugens Dort with four games, and he's a good points league player. Um, Walker Kessler's available in 40% of leagues or more. Naz Reed, Jalen Williams, Andrew Nempard. 
all solid options. And the sits for points leagues, there's a lot of similar names on here. All the Wizards we sit apart from Porzingis. We sit Kevin Herter, Bol Bol, Bob Portis, Keegan Murray, KCP, Jamal Murray, of course, Malcolm Brogdon, Brandon Clark. All players that you can consider sitting for this week in a weekly points league. And that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you are here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave your comments down below. Also want you guys to check out our Game to Game show. Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result. Locked on Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA. It's available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. Guys, if you are on YouTube, again, thumb it up. Bell, subscribe. We're done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.